but I swear to God, I'm going to tell your ass right the fuck on up too. You ain't so going to be the only have, one? You ain't gonna, I ain't going to be the only one. We're going to have some torn up asses around here. Then get back a motherfucker. It's a, it's a bitch. <laughs> I'd be damned if you think I'm going to be the only motherfucker around this bitch. And we're back with another episode of 618 Studios. I'm your host, Cairo Kai, and we have... Donisha Elise. Y'all know it's your boy Zay back in the building. Yes, sir. Yeah. So today we have a lovely creative that we're going to be interviewing. And let's just get right into it. Okay. Okay. Glad to be here, CJ. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you. Yes. It has been a kiki since I walked in the door. Yes. We love to have it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. How do you approach balancing creativity and practicality in your work? Mm. Balance creativity and creativity and practicality mm-hmm. I think um, because I put a lot of like how I feel in my work and and uh, what drives me I think that it's kind of easy to, to to do that because I keep it I try to keep it as real as possible you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I think when I was first coming out that was something that I struggled with like am I gonna be too harsh like am I because I can have that tendency in my mind. So I knew that if I start speaking this shit, it can't just be all bad. Because it's not all bad. Mm. It's just how you show up in the bad, you know? Mm. So That's a message. Yeah. Facts. Uh, so for those of people who don't know who you are, can you just give them like an introduction real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, my name is Donisha. I'm, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I've been in Memphis. I've been in Middle Tennessee though, like a long time. Two M's. Yeah, two from M's. From M to M. <laughs> from M to M, you feel me? Chasing the M. But um, been been in Middle Tennessee a long time, and just now really spreading my roots to do things that make me feel good and actually share that with people who are like minded, but also not giving a damn about who like really appreciate it or who looks at it, because. Um, Shit, I'm appreciating the shit that I'm doing to get myself where I've been. I've done performances, um, entertainment, um, hosting, and I think um, I'm just finding my niche and I'm not really stopping myself to be just this one thing. I think I possess a certain um, duality that allows me to like connect with people and stuff like that. But uh, I look, I look forward to meeting more creatives and expanding my knowledge, you know what I'm saying, beyond what I know or what I was taught. Period. Yeah. So what makes you feel like you? What makes me feel like me? Mm-hmm. Shit. I think um, music has played like a big role in my life. So like when I was a kid and I used to get ready for school and shit, you know, you, you play music, mm-hmm. but to me, it, it used to be a thing of like, Damn, this shit really making me feel away. So I wanted to be able to do that. To um, I knew that that's something I wanted to do when I got older, as far as sharing my feelings, but also having somebody else relate so they know they're not alone too. Mm-hmm. And um, I think listening, sitting down, listening to music that really resonates with my soul is what brings me back every time. Damn. For sure. That's a message. Hey. That's a word. What um so who's some of your favorite artists? Man, this shit finna be like so hey, they gonna all be different, but mm. hear me out. Uh, okay. Ella Fitzgerald. Okay. No name. Okay. 
Okay. Um, Kari Foe, big influence of mine. Kari Foe, I listened to her so much in college because I in college I it got to a point where I was like, I can cuss. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this shit. Like I don't want to. I don't give a fuck about nobody that is hating on me or like you know what I'm saying any of that shit. So Kari Foe really like gave me that. Big pump up of like shit, bitch. Fuck them. <laughs> Do you? And um, let me see who else. Uh, Steve Lacey. I admire the fuck out of Steve Lacey because that nigga recorded a whole tape on his phone and he made that shit glorious, like glorious. And um, that was the first time I think I ever heard of anybody recording a whole tape on their phone and it sounded so good. So I think um, I definitely look up to him musically too. Okay. Yeah, it's live. Yeah. Nah, that's something. You just taught me something. I didn't know that he recorded a whole and tape. And his shit is in the museum. Yeah, his shit is in the museum right now because of that. The African American Museum? Yep. His broken iPhone is in that museum because he recorded his first tape on that. That, um, can you ride with me? Don't judge me because I can't sing. But can you ride with me? Speeding down the back street. I'm trying to... Get you in, you know. Hey, that shit was off a phone. He snapped. That's live. Yeah. Yeah, that's live. I tell you, creatives have a way of being able to produce something out of nothing every time. Every time. Every time. It's because we have to, though. Like, that's what, I think maybe that is what keeps a person grounded, Mm -hmm. is being able to express themselves. Mm-hmm. I just learned something new today. I did not know about, like, the term, like, creative. As far as like uh, what you are, and then how it can be navigated to any different field that you feel necessary, like applies to you. Oh, for sure, because it's so many ways to be creative. You could be creative in the culinary world. You could be creative in the goddamn and musically, of course. Also, writing. There's there's yoga, moving your body, like all types of ways you can create different mm-hmm. things. You understand? So. Mm-hmm. Um, even doing design or like anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, creators run the world, literally. Who are the biggest influences? Biggest. Can you walk me through your creative process from idea generation to execution? All right. So I said I I could put it like this. When I know that I have um an event that I need to perform at, right? Mm-hmm. I'm always taking into consideration what kind of event it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like recently, I did a I did a performance at the mental health conference at TSU, and it was uh, a real dope experience. Actually, I was like super surprised that they even asked me. I was like, "Me? I'm new as fuck." Like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm with it though. Good live. Yeah, and so um, I kind of just sat down and I thought about. Um, how I want to come across what my audience is going to be. Um, I knew that people that would be there appreciate mental health services just as much as I do. Um, we all need that shit. Shout out to the black therapists that, that do their thing, all the therapists that do their thing, really, but especially us. Um, and in that, in those moments of trying to figure out how I want to show up, who my audience is, Shit, I just start speaking about my experience, and I swear to God, that's all I do is speak about my experience mm-hmm. and um, how I ain't lying and saying like, oh yeah, shit was decent while I'm doing it, but um, 
seeing both sides. So like not trying to lean too much into the negative, not trying to lean too much into the positive. Be more so like realistic. Yes, realistic as fuck. So um, because that's relatable, people always gonna relate to you for that. Um, and they always gonna see that truth in you too for, for being honest. So um, what I did too was think about myself um, because I'm so young, still trying to find myself. Mm. So how I show up today may not be how I show up tomorrow. And that's mm. okay. Yeah, and that's real. That's so okay. So what I did was sit down and visualize what I, what I as myself as a kid, um, thought about, you know, like the person that you probably wanted to go to as a kid. Like I thought about how did I envision myself when I got to this point? And, um... I think I knew that I wanted to give and shed light on my ancestors because that wasn't something that was predominant in my house growing up. And I think it's so important that we don't forget them, um, that I'm really trying to do that work to make sure they're not forgetting. So in the beginning, I always say, shout out to Bill and Mary Moore that gave birth to Big Mama, that gave birth to Berta May, that gave birth to Deborah Grayson, that gave birth to me. And... Um, I start with that. I try to start with that every time and uh, just give them grace, give God grace and blessings and go into immediately talking about not letting my situation overcome me. And so um, my beginning to end process basically would be just start with where you at right now, where I'm at right now and end it with where I want to go, where I want to be, even if it ain't where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. I'm there. Manifesting it. Period. Bringing it to life. Exactly. Exactly. So, I got another follow-up question. You talked about doing ancestral work. What has that journey been like for you? It's, uh, it's to be honest, it's still in its beginning phases. Um, mm -hmm. I hope to do some type of rite of passage before the year's over. Um, I'm connected with... a. Very powerful, powerful group that has been um, really encouraging in my in my mission and trying to um, just be more connected with who I am at the root because I feel like that's so important to me. I feel like that's what what really keeps me grounded. And when I think of who I already know, ancestor wise, which is my grandmother who just passed last year, mm. and like going back, yes, thank you. Um, but I know she's still here with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like there. The body is a temple. You feel it's, me? The spirit lives forever. Exactly. So um, first recognizing the ancestors that I do know, then recognizing the one recognizing the ones that I don't remember their name, but they know my name, mm -hmm. and appreciating that, and making them aware that I know that I know that you're still with me, um, and I appreciate that so much. And um, yeah, just I, I'm still on that journey, still trying to learn more um, about it. I have pictures up in my house of people's names that I don't remember and that I do um, just to honor them and let them know you will never be forgotten. So when you say sticking to the root, what is that? Like, like um, sticking to the root, like I come from Memphis, but I have roots in Mississippi as well. Okay. So um, a lot of my blood, sweat, and tears is in that soil, too. And I know that. And um, just to feel that 
it feels good, but I want to know more. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like people think that because they black and they here, they came, they're descendants of slavery and that ain't always the case. Mm -hmm. So I want to know like, Shit, people always talk about my grandma say they Cherokee, da da da, and she just bullshit. Hey, your grandma might not be bullshit. Yeah. So, shit, There's I wanna know. Yeah, I wanna know. And my people might originate, probably do originate from Africa, but they came here before Christopher Columbus. So now what? Mm. Yeah, okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah, fuck Christopher. Yeah. He, he ain't discovered shit. I he just wanna say that. This your boy Zay. We're going to be right back after these messages. Right back. Yeah, literally. Insiders make the best episodes. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. You good. And we're back after these messages. Like crack. Add it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. It's on you? Yes, sir. All right. If you were to create a playlist that perfectly captures your creative spirit, what songs would you include? Nigga, I already got one. I got like five. Oh, let's hear it. So you let me know. Y'all let me know when y'all ready. What is I the title? Oh, okay. I have one called At the Palace. That's the one I play at my house when I invite people over. Okay. Um, it's like a mix um, that, you know, music that everybody knows. Some will be introduced and all that good stuff. Feel good music. Gotcha. Um, I got another one called Break Time. And that's just for me. Like when I, um, or, you know, when I'm with my friends or whatever, whenever we chilling, we might be like getting ready to go out. We not necessarily out yet but we getting ready to go out we just chilling you know uh that's that's for downtime i got another one called wake up that's like the first one i play in the morning it got some kodak on there it's got some knowledge on there knowledge the producer um who just puts out beats basically he mixes uh music and puts it out just as is and that should be dope um i got another one called talk your shit that's my rap playlist it's got everybody from NBA Young Boy to Rich Homie Quan to, Ooh, to Rich Homie. man, everybody, everybody, home, yeah, money bag, <laughs> everybody, um, stuff that I don't typically listen to on a regular because I don't just want to be angry, but you know what I'm saying. Every now and again, I need a little turn up. Um, I got another playlist called Rhythm and Blues, and that's my. That one is really more so of like a R and B playlist. Mm. Um, I have a lot of Jay Dilla on that one. I have a lot of um, rhythm and blues. I have a lot of like slower music. Miles Davis. I have like you know just different things that make me make me feel away. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, listen. You can send me some of these. Playlists. Listen, yeah. they are listen. Yeah. Okay. Spotify, Apple Music. Apple Music. All right, what's your um, what's your domain name? Oh yeah, God. no, this fact. <laughs> my domain name is Don Elise, D O N E L L I S E. Yeah, that's me. Um, but yeah, I I, I probably got to put them back on there, y'all. I don't know, but uh, like make them public again. But that that is something I like to do in my pastime too is create. Um, it's almost like me creating a space for myself when I didn't have a space. Um, so like when I was at home. 
again, it all just like kind of goes back to music because that's what makes me feel like safe and make me feel like I'm not alone for real, for real. I just followed you. You did? Okay. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yup, yup, that's me. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to share them. I've I've been waiting to share them with somebody. So yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm with it. Listen, I've been putting all kind of shit on my playlist. They be like, where my mom be like, what is you listening to? My family be hating on my music stuff. <laughs> they be like, yes. They be like, what is this? We don't know this song. Okay, get to know it. Yeah, heavy get on, to know heavy it. Heavy on the get to know it. Yes. It I got a. Always be you Always. They don't never like change. I got a couple of, um, like I do, I try to do one for the year. So this one's a little bit slow. 2023 volume one Ooh. and volume two is turned. So I'm yeah, still adding to this one. About this either. Now I got to follow yours. You, I think we already follow each other. Do we not? Look, you got to pull it up get the receipt. A lot get of times people just have an account, but they ain't really putting it out. Yeah. That's true. Because you got to make your stuff public, I think. Yeah, but um, Apple Music, man, me and Apple Music been running strong. I, I go so far in my playlist to put a cover photo on that shit. Y'all do that too? I do that shit. I, I do. Know. I do. It depends. <laughs> it depends on the playlist. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's kind of like easier, easy, um, easily identifiable for me sometimes. So, yeah. I made playlists for my friends too, actually. Like, I got a whole, like, my best friend that I grew up with, we don't talk that much no more, but... I got a whole playlist called the Wee Wee, cause that's her nickname. But she, um, she got her whole uh, like own playlist, and I still be adding to it, girl. But the Wee, hey, um, <laughs> I still be adding to it, like you know, whatever songs remind me of her or like something I think she might like. Mm-hmm. I do that type of shit. Yeah, I need one in the playlist. Okay, I, I got you. you some I got you. you know okay, could you get me right with the playlist? I could get you right, Zay. I could get you right. Mm-hmm. Just a bit. Just a bit. Yeah. It's on me. Yes, sir. All right, let's see. Oh, wait, wait. So you said uh, earlier when you had Talk Your Shit, that was your rap playlist. You yeah. You can't really listen to it like that. Mm-mm. You don't want to be angry all day. Mm-mm. So, like, music depicts your emotions like that? Yeah, for sure. Like, and I, I think I really learned that more so when I got in college because when I was in high school, I never listened to NBA Youngboy. Never. Like, I would be at parties like, Okay, it's vibing, but I don't know the words. <laughs> and then <laughs> That's I got, yeah, then I got in college, and I feel like I tapped into a different, um, I tapped into a different part of myself that I didn't really know was there, mm-hmm. and so it let me relate with a lot of lyrics that I ain't never lived, but I agreed with that with that rage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think um, taking a break from that helped me center myself back to what my core values is and it ain't always fuck a nigga. That ain't always like my 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 thing, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> What'd you just tell the camera? I said it's it's still fucking though. You know what I'm saying? Just, it's still fucking. PSA. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them niggas. Nah, but I, I feel that though. I feel that because yeah. like a lot of times I resonate with pain music. You know what I'm saying? It mm. may not be the exact same thing that happened to like them, but I still feel that because I know feels like to be in pain, to like mm-hmm. know, to be vulnerable, to be like in a fucked up predicament. Like you feel like you mm-hmm. ain't shit, ain't shit moving. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like got all this work, but can't yeah, make it play. Yeah. But that music will make you like, if you're not careful, it'll keep you in that same space that you're trying to take yourself out of. Mm-hmm. And I think 
me wanting to get out of that shit so bad, like just wanting to, um, at, at a point I had to look at myself and say, this is not who you imagine yourself to grow up to be. And mm -hmm. as much as you want to like, cause I, I feel like I was so nice to people and I was just like, you know, I don't know, but, um, it helped me instead of saying fuck them to protect myself. I just started to protect myself. I don't have to say fuck somebody else just because what? No. So, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. Heavy on uh, being careful to what you're listening to and what you're consuming because I seen a post one day and it was like, you can't be listening to Fantasia and wondering why you ain't got no man. <laughs> <laughs> how y'all feel about Doja Cat since we're on this topic? Since we're talking about Doja Cat. You know what I'm saying? She done got up with them folk. Y'all mad with Doja, Doja Cat? Have you seen the shit that she put out? I have, but you know what? I can't say too much about that because it's like as much as we want to think it's one thing. Like I saw a post, somebody said, and it was valid as fuck. It's mm -hmm. like, hey, we be going and watching scary movies and shit. That shit, that video was nothing but her creativity and trying to like, because oh, the name of the song is Demons. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She can't, what she going to do? Frolic in the damn field of daisies. She can't do that shit. Yeah. So I feel like she matched it with the theme. And it might have been a bit much because I ain't watched the whole video. Like I ain't watched it beginning. I saw end. I saw the commercial that they put on. <laughs> I think Spiritual World, and I was like, "Yeah, she got me fucked up. I'm not watching that." Okay, see, and you know what? Too certain pages be having agendas and shit too. That's what I. I learned. agree. I've I also agree. realized too with social media sometimes you are looking through even somebody else's lens. Reality, yes, mm -hmm. of reality, and I think I ever since I heard that that shit has stuck with me. But since that um, Demons video, like seeing the little clips and stuff, to me, I don't know if this is just because I'm October baby, but to me, that shit is just her like expressing her creativity and um, letting motherfuckers know I don't care what you think. Now, it do have limits, but only she know her limits. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's a good So that's she a might, she might not even... Um, you know what I'm saying? Be into the shit we think she into. I definitely think she into it because every song <laughs> that she's released... Off of this album has been that. What? You, you got to think about it. What if she's just pushing this agenda just to get a bag? I mm. mean, and she might be, but who you hook up with to get this agenda pushed? Because mm. I, I said what I said. I, 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 I paint the town red. Like okay, okay. She said, "Bitch, I said what I said." You know what I'm saying? She like, did. and she did, she did say what she said. Like, I say this. I think one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way of being a fan of hers is she, she made that statement. She was like, I never told you to listen to my music. Oh, yeah. When she spoke yes. out against the fans. Now, I will not disagree with you. In the that rubbed of, me the wrong way because yeah. what do you mean you never told us to listen to your music? You would have never put it out if you didn't want people to consume it. Right, bitch. And if we were, Yeah. And if we weren't consuming your shit, you wouldn't be getting paid. Because until Moo, you wasn't on the map. But see, that's the difference. That's the difference between the celebrities we grew up with mm. and the celebrities we got right now. Because mm -hmm. it's not the same. They're not the same. No, they're not. Chris Brown ain't doing that shit. No. I mean, he be talking. But he ain't doing that shit to his fans. You know what I'm saying? No, that not he at know, all. Like, you got real fans out here that really buy your shit, really buy tickets to see you. Like, Motherfuckers really work hard for the bridge they do got. So, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. you sitting back money or you taking the time to go watch Doja Cat, you could be doing a million other things, knowing you probably just got off work, hurried up, jumped into a quick little fit, we out type Listen. shit. Listen. you did all that shit, bro. For nah, a motherfucker yeah. to say, I never told you to. Nah, 
What yeah. do you, you and I have to disagree with that because you told me to do that in so many words and not in so many words in so many of your actions. So I never want to be the person to be like, well, I never told you to fuck with my shit. No, I want you to fuck with my shit. That's why I put it out there. That's why I want you to consume the shit that I create. Yeah, Yeah, literally. Yeah, they different these days, though. Like, artists is not... It it don't take the same... um, Like, I don't want to just, like, discredit nobody, but it really don't take the same... Like, niggas used to stand outside of record labels, record companies, with their CDs and shit, and hope... That somebody would pay attention enough to them to grab that motherfucker out their hand. Mm-hmm. These days, you could just send that shit via email. You could just mm-hmm. goddamn you post can make it a TikTok and, and change your yeah, life. Yeah, like post it and have a whole lot of people fuck with it, and somebody gonna see it that can make a life changing decision for you. And I think um, Doja Cat, just like Coyle Ray, I mean, they be they a lot of them, a lot of new artists say the same shit. They feel bullied on the internet. They feel like. They fans ain't really they fans or whatever the fuck, but it's just like. And but see, and that's the that's the other thing that I think a lot of people have gotten mixed up is your fan base is your fan base. You have people who disguise themselves as your fan base, but you should know who your real fan base but is. But that's new age too, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. That's that's your new age too, slick because we didn't have social media like that back then to be able to connect with the celebrities, but yeah. Now you got people doing weird ass shit, like, like in comments and making accounts and stuff like fake ass accounts just talk yes. shit because they're too scared. To do and it might even be somebody yes. you know. And it, and, it, and it probably is the person that you know. Yeah. It's a motherfucker you invite to your house to sit on your couch to hate you the most. Hey, listen, but that's that's I feel like that's why so many new artists are like paranoid instead mm-hmm. of just enjoying where they at. They rather pay attention to shit that don't even. They try mm. to gravitate somewhere where it ain't supposed to be for real. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They go. They losing their core values because they're caught up in the semantics of society. Okay, pause. Y'all feel that way about Doja Cat? How about Lil Uzi Vert? What, what happened? I'm gonna be keeping see, up for real. See, see. I, yeah, I don't keep it's up for real. What happened with Uzi? Are y'all serious? I'm so, so serious. What happened up. with Uzi? Child, Uzi ain't no different from doing like what Doja Cat been doing. Oh, uh, you talking about all the little other little shit? Yeah. What he do? With the diamond in the head and then like the odd like black video and like he was dressed up like a little spirit. He was on stage and he was talking about um, he got a song like (laughs) I turned the city girl to a um, demon or something. He said something or I made a city girl believe in Satan. He got the it's like a song where he say that on Lou like I make a city girl believe in Satan or something like that. And it's just like. Yo, people, yeah, no, 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 dead ass. And so he performed that at one of the festivals, and people was like posting it, calling him out. He just like, I said what I said. Now that's a nigga who stand on his shit. Yeah, I get Uzi that much. He stand on his shit. That's a nigga who is not changing for nobody. I know. I just feel like these folks get in the industry and they get hooked up with the wrong folk. I mean, I guess it really be the right folks that they get what they want. <clears throat> they just be selling their soul just for a little bread. For a little bread, a little fame, a little notoriety. Listen, but them, them people is in a completely different world that I feel like we know nothing about. You yeah, know? that's true. I, true. I think that's true, too. Facts. Like, I know like the Issa, music industry, it'll really break you down to the point where, you know what I'm saying, you doing shit that you never thought you could do. It's just like because your willpower just like beat the fuck up. Like, you done been through some shit. You couldn't even fathom of, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And now you're in a whole different element. Like, 
people go out to Hollywood and legit don't make it. Like I'm talking about, mm-hmm. it's like they be crazy, hooked on drugs, mm-hmm. dead, anything. They literally go out there and lose themselves because it's like a whole different damn near universe. Like them niggas different out Man. there. And it's crazy because I ain't even been out there, but it's just like what everybody be saying. It's just like it's crazy. Have you you mm-hmm. know somebody? So if you know somebody who is chasing their dream. And in the beginning of them chasing it towards when they actually get that shit, if they the same, that's a lucky and blessed motherfucker. If not, mm, you know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Yes, because you go through so much. And even though a person would be like, I, I would never I would never do this. I would never do that. Nigga, you're a liar. You don't know because you've never been in that position. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's true. Yeah. Like sure. McCurdy, like her situation, that shit was crazy. Like, she had a little eating disorder, and then, like, her character on iCarly loved food. She used to, like, binge eat food. That shit is sick. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. she had to talk that about that And yes. it, she was on iCarly for years. Yes. And she had to keep doing that shit. And, like, instantly after the scene was over, she running the vomit. Just like, mm. Like, imagine what that do to a person. And then her mama was, like, kept on pushing her to do that shit. Like, because she was the breadwinner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, parents do some sick shit just to eat off their kids. Speaking of parents, goddamn R. Kelly... Fuck that nigga. That's crazy, all, how did we go? How how was our Kelly in parenting? Please, please, um please Because the whole the whole situation with like uh the parents was getting paid from R. Kelly to like auction off oh, their kids. Oh, let their kids go yeah. stay with him. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's some crazy ass that's shit. That's some sick ass shit. I couldn't. And I, I, I know we was just talking about saying we would never do something, but I would never. <laughs> I, I put that on everything I love. And if I ever go back on my word, y'all have permission to shoot me where I fucking stand. Do you hear me? I would never sell my motherfucking <laughs> kids to a motherfucking R. Kelly. That you that's some know. sick ass shit. That you already that you know. know. That you mm-hmm. know on some sick ass shit like that. I would never sell my damn kids. This is after I don't even fuck. I video. I just peeing on them, bro. Yeah, like, this is after they like, seen that video, too. Th- yes. yes. And after what he did yes. to Aaliyah. Yeah. Like, but, and they know that he do this shit. But and you like, sign me up, sign me up, sign me up. You hate your kids. You hate your fucking kids. Check, where the check at? Where the check at? Yeah, the kid in the car. Go ahead and get him. You you have to hate your fucking kids to do some shit like that. And I know some motherfuckers that hate their kids for real. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's some sick ass shit. That's, crazy, That's some sick ass shit. It is, but you know what else is more sick than that? What? The motherfuckers that was helping him do that shit. Yes. Okay. Because how you sleep at night? <laughs> how are you not in jail too? Mm. You you get last time I checked, if you passenger side during a drive by and somebody get killed, you're you accessory to murder. Too. Yeah. You accessory oh, to murder. Okay. We in this together. All right. Mm. Yeah, no, that's facts. Yeah, for sure. Y'all, let's get back on this interview. <laughs> okay. Because we just got into some shit. Okay. Okay, describe a time where you had to adapt your creative ideas to meet specific client or audience requirements. Oh, okay. Very recent. Soho House. Me and Deja did our song. And um, it was really my first time, like, Writing a rap that I know I was going to perform. Mm-hmm. So I was scared as shit. Like, I used to always write. I, I always write. I've always been a writer. Um, but usually when I write, it's like I'm talking about, you know, certain shit that I didn't want to talk about for the Soho House. And um, I think we both came up with a plan that whatever we write about needs to be about um Appreciation or gratitude, mm-hmm. also self confidence, 
also, um, and when I said appreciation and gratitude, I meant for like the program and, and everything that um, we've been doing, but we wanted to make it like an upbeat, positive song, which usually um like on the Southern beat or something. I feel like we was on some goddamn Caribbean shit, but <laughs> it was still like a bop. Like that shit still um, went really good. But yeah, I think that's the, that's the most recent time I had to uh, adapt. For yeah. sure. What was your first show like? <sighs> like, which one? Like, doing rap or? It was like your first ever performance. Oh, okay, my first ever, ever performance was in July. And, um, Is I that did the one a, I came to? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, you were there. Okay, so I did like an open mic for uh, Verse Therapy, which is like a part of this Black Mental Health um, Coalition. And Shout out Verse Therapy. Yes, shout out to them every first Friday of the month. Um, they hold that uh, a person named Spoke hosted, which is a man that nigga be going off with his with his words. So um, I did verse therapy and I was nervous. I was like there an hour early, like nobody before anybody got there. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so like, okay, I got to practice. I got to practice, and that was something um, that I was excited to do. I think I invited like my entire family um, <laughs> because they've always told me like. Well, Danisha, you are really good at like talking and and all this other shit. And um, it was nerve wracking. But when I went up there and did it and I met with Spoke and um, saw my family in the crowd, it did make me feel like more comfortable. Um, I was nervous, of course, but that's because I'm always like an anxious soul. Sometimes I could be definitely an anxious soul. Mm, um, I feel that. Yes. So, But I knew what I was talking about was important. So that also took the weight off my shoulders a little bit because it's like, I know I ain't finna go up here and say some bullshit. So listen to what I'm saying. Uh, I knew that I was in a space where my words would be appreciated too. Mm -hmm. So that was beautiful. That was beautiful. They made me feel so at home. And off of that is what I got the um, next opportunity from to perform. So I was like, damn, like this shit. Hey, I really like this shit. Like I I fuck with it. I met some other poets. Um, who are really doing their best to guide me in the right direction. Um, there's a poet. His name is The Poet Has Spoken. That's his artist name. Smooth. Smooth as fuck, right? And he was talking to me, and he was like, you know, you look like you really at home up there. I'm like, hey, nigga, this is my first day out here. But I appreciate it. Like, <laughs> I, I really, really do appreciate that feedback. And he just like, he asked me a question. So do you want to be a poet or a spoken word artist? I was like, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't really know too much of the difference. And he was like, that's cool. I understand. But the way it was broke down to me is spoken word is a little more theatrical. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all, to me, it's all poetry. It's all, it's all. Like when you're performing. Okay. So instead of saying, violets are red, something is blue. But you don't know about me, I know about you. Instead of doing it like that, you would be like, violets are red. Yeah, in the wrist. Like you would just, you know, kind of just like put your emotion into it, put more of your emotion into it versus where sometimes as a poet, you'll just say your words, goddamn. And your words be enough. Your words for sure be enough. But with spoken word, which I think I'm leaning more towards, 
Because um, theater is always something I wanted to do too, but I was mm. too scared to do that shit. Like, hell no. Nah. Really? <laughs> hell yeah. I used to be so good at that, like in class assignments and shit. I used to go all out, but when it came to actually joining the club, nah. I was too scared, like, to be on the stage and motherfuckers looking at me and I'm supposed to remember this and that. It's like. So, did you ever, like, participate in, like, a TV show or, like, a movie? For sure. Mm-hmm. She, sure. Sure, she sure would. She sure would. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like that first performance, um, it it calmed me down going forward for for my next one and even the one after that. But um, like I performed three times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I I can't see myself, and I think that's what like give me a lot too. Like if I had a mirror, like I'm always in front of a mirror mm. if I'm speaking my shit. So getting used to not being in front of a mirror is hard because I don't know how you looking at me right now. I don't know how my mannerisms is like, you know what I'm saying? So um, and I think being around people who have been doing that, it don't make me like more insecure. If anything, it boosts me up more like, yeah, I'm in the same boat as y'all. Like we doing the same shit. And this made me feel it made me feel good. Like I got Kenny Ray. I got Ma, who is um, and even Jessica Allen, who helped me. Um, when we were hosting the showcase for um, Soho House, she had been doing hosting gigs and stuff like that. So I was like, girl, if you got any advice, please tell me, because I've never done this before. I, I I don't know. Like She's like, you know, just connect with your audience, connect with your crowd, introduce yourself, get comfortable. And um, I did that, and it, it definitely helped me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did an amazing job. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. I do have a question. Yeah. How does anxiety affect your creativity? Oh man, that I, it's it's almost sad to say, but like I live with it. I live with the anxious feeling all the time, so it's never really a time that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I am not, I I can feel that difference of like, damn, I'm kind of like chill right now. Um, so it's almost gotten to that point. So anytime I write or create, I'm more than likely anxious already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. Maybe it comes out, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Like, maybe you see it when I speak, or maybe you don't. But it's always there. And um, when I do when I do have those moments where I feel like, because I'm, I'm also in therapy, so, like, we work on that. Um, we talk about that a lot. Um, just me making time for what I want. And sometimes my anxiety can pull me away from that. Mm-hmm. Like, made me feel like I don't even want to do this shit. I, I, it's easier if, if I just stay in the crowd and watch other people do it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But um, then it's another part of me that's like, you're going to die if you just stay here. So I think that's that's what really pushes me the most. Um, even up out of that anxiety, it's like, all right, you're going to fuck around, let this anxiety kill you, and you ain't going to be done shit you said you want to do. So it's either do it while you got it or don't do it at all. I just I just do it. When I do it, it's done. <laughs> Listen. I'm Kyle Kai and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Yeah, no, Common Common be doing his shit, I think. Um I don't know, some of his personal life being wrapped up too. You know, it's a new day and age, so 2009 comment ain't being talked about like 2022 comment. You know what I mean? Sure. 
Yeah. I didn't right. play this game. All right, guys, we're back. <laughs> we're moving on to the game portion of the show. And so today we are playing Culture Tags. By the way, if you guys have any games out there, please, 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 please send us your games so that we can play them on the show. With that being said, today we're playing Culture Tags. And it goes like this. It's every man for themselves. Whoever gets five cards first, they're the winner today. Uh, here's the timer. So if you are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 90 seconds. So what you're going to do is you're going to show the card. You're going to read... Um, you're going to read the category. The category is like this right here. Mm-hmm. Down here in the corner. Okay. You're going to read the category. And then the person... Who is holding the card? They're going to give you guys hints um, as to what the phrase is, and so you have to guess the phrase based off the acronym. Okay. All right. Anybody got any questions? Mm. You read the cards. No, look, I'm trying to. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so we're gonna start with this one. Here's the first card. This one is Black Twitter. This is a phrase that a girl will use to another girl when. When it's when you do it, it's done. 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 Black Twitter. Oh, okay. Start the timer. Okay. Mm. If you don't know, we can skip it and I can go to the next one. Okay, let's skip it. Damn. She did what she had to do. Oh, damn. Okay. okay, Black Twitter, when you're laughing your ass off, you ask this question, especially when you're laughing at some shit you ain't got no business laughing at. Are we slow? <laughs> I don't know, bro, because I be getting these. I be Why? getting them. Is it really easy? Mm-hmm. Would you have thought of it? Probably. <laughs> I can skip it. Oh, uh, yeah. Damn. Why are we like this? Okay. 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 I'm overthinking. Okay. So, Black, this is this one is Black Twitter again. And you say this when you see something happen for somebody that you want to happen for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God, I see what you do for others. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's your card. It's your card. Shout okay. out to you. Okay, okay. Oh, this one is from a Vine back in the day. The category is Black Twitter. I don't know why, but this is from a fucking Vine. And if you hurt yourself, you're going to say... <laughs> I just... Um, next, please. What's this he name? needs some milk. Oh. <laughs> okay, look, our time are right now. We can okay. still keep going away. We'll no, we're going to move on. You can go next. All right. Then how you know? This oh. is the phrase. Okay. Oh. Cheater. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is... Oh, shit. If y'all don't get this, think about it. Will Smith. Play the character. Live with his family. And, and what's Philadelphia? Born and raised. Oh, the black guy is where I spent most of my days. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, this you, this you, this Period. you. Okay, okay, okay. Boom. Ooh, okay. This is something that you say to a motherfucker after you done got them did everything. I, I think I just said it. It's it's after everything I did for you, my bad. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, okay, this is good. Um, this is a movie, because it's TV and film. This is a movie that had the most iconic phrases. I don't want you, I don't want you, I don't want you. What? <laughs> okay, wait, wait. This this movie is about the queen of rock and roll as well. And she looked at her husband during the scene and said, I don't want you, I don't want you, I don't want you. Okay, you're talking about Tina Turner. Mm. So what that movie called? What Love Got To Do With It. Yes. Well, he tearing you up over here. All right. Okay. All right, this is probably going to be one of the last ones. Oh, this, <laughs> this is on the blues song that I've been listening to my family real country, so... Um, it's something that, it's a phrase that black people say when something happens, but they, like, something happens to stop what they're doing, but they're not going to let it, you know what I'm saying? They're going to keep going because blank, 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 blank. Dang, I wish I could sing that song right now. Y'all would know what I'm talking about. One thing that I found out. Time. What is that one? Um, one monkey don't stop no show. One monkey don't stop no show. Damn. Right. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, very country. Very country. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Time. Go. Um. Church. Okay. This is um. Oh, I know it. Let, Let the Lord, Lord use you. you. <laughs> I knew that, baby. I knew that. I knew that. Okay. That one church too. I don't feel like that. How involved was y'all in the church? Hey, try. I was a I was a little usher back in the day. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> At the white gloves and everything. <laughs> it has to do with um, it has to do with structure and um, different types of. I, these. I know the first three. What is it? Pastor got the. Mm-mm. He shook his head. What is it? Uh, please give the building fund. Oh. Oh. I wouldn't have got that yeah. one. Yeah. It sounded a little too. <laughs> okay. Hey, this is family and family friends. friends. And this is a phrase you get all the time. Strangers. They don't know you. Well, you don't remember them. I used to change your diaper. Yep. Thank you. I used to change your diaper. Okay. <laughs> but I used to hold you. Bro, I don't even know you. I don't know you. All right. Daily saying... Okay, y'all use this so much whenever y'all be on the phone. <laughs> Let me call you right back. <laughs> okay, okay. I got three. Damn, all right, come on, put this smile right now. Okay, um, black people say this all the time. Time. A low down shame. A, a, a low, low down, down dirty shame. Damn. That was a good one, that was a good one. Okay, it's back on me? Yeah. Let's do the seven cards. Okay. Y'all might not get this one. This one's church when you almost got caught up in a sticky situation, but it worked out in your favor. It's the D though with me, I ain't gonna lie. You know the D. The mm-hmm. It's church. 
right. The only D that we use heavily. Uh, goddamn. I don't know. That just made me think hard. Y'all want me to tell you? Okay. The devil thought he had me, but I got away. But I got away. But if it said I got to run, I would have got that. Yeah, see, but that's yeah. what I'm used to. But yeah. I got to run. But I got to run. Okay, so Black Twitter. You say this when somebody has tripped you out all the way. And I came with you. Yes. Damn. Okay. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um. Okay, let's say this at church, actually. Black Twitter. They say this at church when the pastor finna give a word and they end it with a conjunction. With a conjunction. I know. It's like, I don't know why. I don't think I say it like that. But I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, that's time. I don't know who needs to hear this. <gasps> I don't know who needs to hear this, but okay, okay, yep. okay. That's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Okay. That's smart. It's okay. on you. All right. All right. Ooh. Okay. This is something you say sarcastically and not sarcastically sometimes when you got that crazy family member. Okay. If y'all got siblings, your siblings ever chase you around the house with a knife? Okay. And what you say? I swear. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Somebody chase you around with a knife. You are naturally mm. afraid. I'll say that. You are naturally afraid, right? Okay. Well, somebody doing a big one. And um, I'm not gonna get this one. Okay, what it's I'm it? scared of you. Like, oh, ooh, I'm scared uh, of you. I'm scared of you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh shit. I forgot what movie this is from. Oh, I think this is from um, Don't Be a Menace in the Hood while drinking juice. It is um, like they at a table and it's food in front of you. So you start singing the song. Pass the peas like we used to do. I'm sorry. Yes. Pass the peas like we used to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, Black Twitter. This is when Somebody of the opposite color has tried to infiltrate our culture and we find their real name, their address, what job they work at and try to expose them. So, but you need help trying to expose them. You get it. Okay. God damn. You see a white person doing some racist shit and then you find a name and stuff and you just post it on the page on your Twitter page and then you tell your followers to I don't know it just Twitter do your thing damn I wouldn't have got that one I wouldn't have got that one alright it's time it's time okay Zay it's on you okay um peer pressure your friends or family everybody used to do this to you all the time they want you to do it so bad, so they're going to say this. Or like they fed up because you're all over the place. You don't know if you're going you to do it or not. Damn. All right, so boom, we finna go rob a bank, right? All right, come on, let's get in the car. 
is out of pocket. I don't know. Mm-mm. It's either you in or out. Oh, I, I either you in or out. Damn. I wouldn't have got that one. Okay. Um, okay, Black Twitter. This is a saying. I don't really hear people saying this, but um, it's something where you got to mind your business. You stay. Uh-uh. Is the first one you. Uh-huh. And then um, mind your business. And, you know, if... Damn. <laughs> this game hard to tell. I ain't gonna it lie. Make you think for real. It make you think. Okay. Ooh. It's hard. I can't say nothing without saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know you can't say the words. <laughs> okay. You so. No. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, you should have just sat there and ate your food. Yeah, God, I wouldn't have got that one. That was, yeah, that's a good one though. But yeah, that is a good one. And then, um, okay, you arguing with your spouse and what 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 they be saying, or what you be saying when like you got short patience. I thought. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um. I'm tired. I'm tired of talking. I'm tired. Of oh, talking. I'm tired of talking for sure. <laughs> okay, it's on me. All right. Y'all ain't gonna get that. <laughs> That one was when did you fall in love with hip hop? I don't even know how to fucking explain that. This one is words to live by. Ooh, y'all better get this one. This is words to live by. And hmm, how do I explain this one? You gotta do what you gotta do in order to make that bread. Mm-hmm. So So my dick? No. Okay. I was thinking that too. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I just um, didn't know where the issues was gonna go. <laughs> okay. Come on now, y'all know this shit. I know y'all know this one. Come on, what is it? So Make that money. Don't let it make you. That ain't it. Mm. Okay. Okay. You own. You own I'm something. On the, okay. 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 You know what the M's is. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. Y'all want to tell you? Yeah. Scared money don't make money. Damn. Damn. I knew it. Make money. Okay. Okay. When the pastor is giving you a word and y'all a little too quiet, they're going to say, Ooh, it's so many things in there. Okay. But the main one, though, it's not that yeah, one. Yeah, it ain't that one. It ain't the main one. Time just ran out. Come Damn, on. Damn, y'all can't. Ooh, I don't know. The pastor do we call folks that, though. You want to tell you? Yeah. You can do better than that. Oh, you okay. can do better than that. For sure. Okay, let's, okay. Just go to, let's just go to five. Okay. Dang. For a second time. I only need one more card. Mm-hmm. It's the person that only need one more. Okay. Okay. It's pretty easy. All right. This is from... Uh, it's TV and film. It's from a movie. It's from... Um, Talk Big Game. No. Um, Eddie Murphy. Um, foreign. He was foreign. He came to America. Coming to America. That's the movie. Coming to America. Working in the... Um, nah. The barbershop. It might have been the barbershop. It was them niggas that said the line... But, okay, shit. to put it in context for you, when somebody doing some shit that is, like, really nice, 
or like not really nice, but they doing a great job at what they're doing. You just might walk by and say, hmm, mm, mm. <laughs> 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 come on, that was like great. That was like the best way I could explain it. I don't know. <laughs> you can give it to us. That boy good. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. No. No. I've been saying that all the time. That boy good. That's yeah, I wouldn't have got that. That's a new one for me. Okay. All right. This is, ooh, this is a mama favorite phrase. This is a mama favorite I'll phrase. I'll world. I'll take you out. Period. How many cars you got? I got five. You, that's five? That's five. Damn. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. Okay. Zay just won. Oh, he did? Yeah, he got five. Because he got the five. Yep. Damn. Well, congratulations, eh? My man. He right. just won the game. All right, y'all. Well, it's been a lovely episode. Thank you so much for coming on. You can yes. come back anytime you get ready. You're a lovely guest. Zay, you got any word for our viewers? I just want to say thank y'all for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Y'all blessing. Love y'all. And shout out to Delisha for coming through and blessing us today. We learned a lot. And I want y'all to just Keep tuning in. Keep tuning in. Keep tuning in. It's going up. Keep tuning up. in. It's going up from here. You got anything? Um, yeah, just follow me on social media. Keep up what I'm doing next. Um, it may not seem like I post a whole lot, but I post with something that's going on. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. my Instagram is Donisha D-O-N-N-E-I-S-H-A dot Elise. Elise with two L's, ends with the E. Um, I'm really grateful for y'all allowing me to be here today. So Thanks for coming. Yeah, for sure. All right, y'all. Game, game. Peace.